Welcome to the Fantasy Champions Fantasy Football Podcast. Here's your host, Morgan Colby and Rick Lemon. Welcome to the Fantasy Champions Fantasy Football Podcast. It is Tuesday, May 5th. Coronavirus has sped up time. It really has. I went into my really office has. and it on the wall it said March 14th. And I was oh like, gosh. wow. It's been quite a while. Um, we're already in the summer. Because it's May. Ready? There are only four months left until the NFL season begins, unless COVID-19 interferes. <laughs> Hopefully not. So four months, four months. With yeah, that's crazy. Case scenario. It's wow. crazy. Uh, my name is Morgan Colby. I got Rick Lemon with me as always. What's up? Um, we got a lot to get to with this episode. I know Rick probably read over the news segment and went, why? <laughs> he never so- even sent me the show notes. <laughs> I just did. Uh, But we're going to go over the news. We're going to do our very first mock draft of 2020. I was going to say 2019 because that's how long it's been. I did some practice mocking the other day, as I said in the previous episode, and uh, it is an interesting world. Um, Yeah, I... Oh, go ahead. No, what were you going to say? I was just going to say I did the same thing, and it was like... I was... Very surprised. Yeah, the ADP is a little bit weird. It's a little weird, yeah. Um, so that'll probably update as time goes along, but we're going to give you a look at, at at least at minimum, maybe the first six to eight rounds, um, and we might be able to complete the whole thing. We'll see what happens. But uh, before we jump into the news, check out our website, thefantasychampions.com. Follow us on Twitter at the FF Champs on Instagram at thefantasychampions. You can follow us on Twitter on our handles, wherever they are on the screen, uh, if you're watching on YouTube, that is. Uh, follow us at Facebook at facebook.com forward slash the fantasy champions. Subscribe wherever you listen and leave a, re- leave a review and share this podcast with your friends. Let's move into the news. Um, so the Texans and uh, Deshaun Watson, they're negotiating uh, a long term deal, which is what we would expect, right? Yeah, unless you want to be traded, which is not true. To New England. <clears throat> yeah, well. <clears throat> <laughs> Uh, T. Higgins is reportedly uh, being considered to open the year in the starting lineup for Cincinnati. Interesting. So it would probably be A.J. Green and T. Higgins, which is, yeah, rather interesting. So John Ross is just... Yeah. Uh, they declined, by the way, they I didn't put it in the notes, but since you bring it up, they declined John Ross' yeah. fifth-year option. So mm-hmm. uh, it, it leads me to believe that they're not really invested in John Ross, but he's extremely fast, so... Love Very good when he's Ross. actually healthy. Yeah, <laughs> which is never. Um, Raheem Mostert and Tevin Coleman are reportedly likely to, quote, likely to share the load on base downs. They did this last year, mm-hmm. and then Mostert won the job. Yep. So we're going to do it again. Uh, yep. I really like Raheem Mostert. I don't know where he's going. We'll, we'll find out uh, probably later in the show. Um, but I think if he, if he's later, like 12th, 13th, 14th round, which I doubt, uh, I think he's a great stash for your bench. He might be. Uh, cause Coleman never stays healthy. Yeah. I don't know what it is with X Falcon running backs and never staying healthy. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, Miles Sanders is entrenched as the Eagles' number one running back headed into the summer. Uh, the Athletics' Zach Berman reports. Uh, so saddle Love up that. your Miles Sanders shares. Saddle Love them that. up. Yeah. Every time I hear a report on Miles Sanders, I start getting sweatier. <laughs> Bucks. I know everything you hear is is all good. I know as of right now, until they ruin yeah. my hopes and dreams and not start him. Uh, OJ Howard. They the Buccaneers gave him a fifth year option. They picked it up, mm. so he will be with the Bucks. Rather interesting. That's interesting. Yeah. Um, I think they know Gronk is. I, I don't. I thought they didn't like OJ Howard, so I don't really get it. But I think I think they like OJ Howard with Tom Brady because <laughs> Tom Brady yeah, yeah, yeah. loves tight ends. But here's the thing: so is I that it's, OJ Howard? Yeah, maybe he's like the Aaron Hernandez on the other side. I hate to reference a murderer, but no, I just you offensively, that. you know what yeah. I mean. Uh, so I think I think for them, that's probably what they're going to utilize him for. But if they're mm-hmm. hoping that Gronk grooms OJ Howard, like it just doesn't make sense to me to hold on to him at this. Yeah, point. we'll see. I mean, we'll see how it plays out because I think I think that they could that could be in their mind of Gronk trying to like yeah fix some mechanical things that OJ Howard does or give him advice or something. According to the Los Angeles Times, John Reynolds, uh, Josh Reynolds, I should say, uh, is on track to join Robert Woods and Cooper Cup as the full-time starter. So what happened to the wide receiver that the Rams took in the uh, third round? You know what's funny? Uh, two weeks after the NFL draft, while I'm sitting here looking at all these dynasty fantasy football accounts on my, mm-hmm. on my Twitter, uh, you know, two weeks after, people are already being like, this guy's like the fourth wide receiver on the team. Rookie wide receivers are scarcely used so often, unless they're the one or two guy. It depends on the, yeah, it depends on the team. But most teams, that is going to be the case, unless they have a desperate need yeah. at wide receiver. This was the expectation before the draft that the Rams would use um, Josh Reynolds as the third wide receiver, similar to Brandon Cooks in that kind of mm-hmm. role. Um, so I don't know what the Rams' plans are with the with the rookie wide receiver they took, but. Um, as of right now, if John Josh Reynolds this is the third guy, every year there's a third like string wide receiver that ascends into that starting role. So yeah. uh, I don't know if that's Josh Reynolds, but in an offense that utilizes three wide receivers actually pretty efficiently, um, Reynolds could be a, a sneaky little sleeper uh, this year. Uh, speaking on a Thursday radio interview, Pete Carroll hinted at uh, Rashad Penny beginning the regular season on the PUP list, which is mm. not completely surprising. Um, they're also saying that Chris Carson is expected to be good to go for week one. I would hope so. Um, they are currently in conversations with uh, Mr. Marshawn Lynch for this season. So the expectation would be, yeah, I know. Uh, Pete Carroll loves his running backs, I guess. It's been one more year for Marshawn Lynch for the last like, three years. I know. But uh, so they bring in Marshawn probably to fill the penny role for six weeks if they put him on the PUP, and then uh, and then as soon as Why penny they comes just use back, the running back that they drafted for the first few uh, weeks because they love running backs. I guess so. They need three That's on their roster at all times. I, I'm kind of concerned. Like, there people are going to draft Chris Carson. <laughs> yeah, it's I mean, he wouldn't be bad for first few weeks, yeah. but right. and there's there's other guys that I think will be right. better at where he's going. Uh, so this was funny. I, I, I read this and I was like, I don't believe this for a freaking second, 
But uh, the GM of the Chiefs came out and said Damian Williams is going to remain the starter and that their first round running back that they drafted, you know, in the first round that Patrick Mahomes wants that, you know, Andy Reid really likes, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, and they're going to compete for playing time. And I'm like, oh, please. Dude. Oh, please. Why didn't you, why go, did why didn't you go sit in your upper office, Brett Veach, and, and play with yourself while Andy Reid runs the football team and Clyde Edwards-Hilaire gets the starting job? I was going to say, why in the world, as a general manager, would you take a running back in the first round at that case? And then you're not just going to have him. Yeah. It's. I don't get it. I don't believe, I really it. Don't I don't it. believe it for a second. Especially if, like, if your star quarterback is like, this is the guy I want. Right. And then, exactly. And then you say, oh, we're going to start Damian Wynn. I, I honestly am continuing. If this happens. It'll be crazy, but I continually believe that Damian Williams is probably going to be on the bubble. There's no reason to yeah. keep him around at this point. Um, Corey Davis, his fifth-year option has been declined by the Titans, so uh, the shackles have been freed from Corey Davis after this season. He will be a free agent. We'll see I if hope he, he just goes to a team <laughs> with a good quarterback. Or He'll go. Quarterback Rick, there. Rick, he's going to go to the Bears. Oh, don't say that to me. Don't say that to me. Um, this was probably the most. There's a lot of uh, fifth year options that are going to be picked up and declined. And I, we're mentioning a few on the show. But um, this was the, the rather uh, a rather interesting decline. Uh, the Jaguars declined Leonard Fournette's fifth year option. So yeah. um, a lot of people thought that that pointed to their fourth round pick, Ryquel Armstead. Um, oh, I think I talked about last year on, on our draft show. Uh, coming into that role, but they're also, I think they signed Chris Thompson. So I, I, and that may be to a one year deal. I don't know what their plan is at running back, but they know the trend of not paying for running backs. So, yeah, I, I also, they've been trying to trade Leonard Point at the last like two months. Yeah. So, um, but I, for me, like declining this player's contract for a fifth year doesn't make any sense. Just because he's not going to be taking a lot of money away from the team on a rookie deal. So you might yeah. as well just keep him around for well, one more so year. He actually is taking a decent amount of money because he was the fourth overall pick. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. Um, but it's still not like as much as like he right. probably would make on the open market. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, no, I, I thought they would accept the fifth-year option and then try to trade him because yeah. now he's going to be a free agent and... Are you just going to let him walk at the end of the right, year and just right. play out the year? Like, I don't know what their plan it's is. No idea. Um, Ed Bouchette from The Athletic, he said uh, it's not likely that the Steelers re-sign Juju Smith-Schuster. I don't know if this has any implications on Juju's uh, impact, any impact on his playing time this year. I still believe he's a top 10 wide receiver uh, with ben, yeah. Big Ben at quarterback, but I don't know if this is just them being like, hey, you've got to prove it. Um, right. I mean, maybe maybe that's it. They paid wide we'll receivers see. before, so and it didn't really out. pan out for them, I guess. But uh, they also expect the Steelers to, uh, the same guy also expects the Steelers to cut back on James Conner's carries in 2020, probably to prevent injury. So that is very concerning for James Conner. Don't know where he's going right now. If it's like a fifth or sixth it's, round pick, I'm okay, but. Yeah, I think I don't think it's first two rounds. Yeah, I don't think so. Um, and then yeah. NFL Network uh, is reporting that the Bears declined Mitch Trubisky's fifth year option. Um, 
that's that's the not the biggest non-shocker of all of the yeah options. it's so true i think they want him to like turn it on a little bit if i don't trubisky can't do that you know it would be so stupid he walks as a free agent at the end of the season and the patriots sign him i would be Ugh. i'd i yeah no i don't want that. that 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 feels like a very patriots move yeah uh but anyway it's not a shocker I don't know what the Bears' plans are at quarterback, but Trubisky yeah. is the most inconsistent man on the face of the earth. I feel like the Bears <laughs> always have inconsistent quarterbacks. Um, they usually do, yeah. The Cowboys signed Andy Dalton after he was released last week. Uh, Patriots quarterback Jarrett Stidham survives another day. <laughs> um, yeah, it looks like he's going to be the yeah. starter for the Pats. So that is or the Brian fantasy Hoyer. news related to this. Yeah, or Brian Hoyer. Uh, but there's actually been legitimate, legitimate talks that Hoyer is going to start at least week one. Gross. And then, um, Stidham is going to have to earn it in practice. So <laughs> we'll see. Frank Reich envisions a second rounder, Jonathan Taylor and Marlon Mack serving as a one, two punch. What do you know? What do you know? They're going to use Marlon Mack cause he's under contract. I had no idea. Well, Love myself from Jonathan Taylor. You know that. I know that. Everyone knows that. But yeah, uh, Marlon Mack, for him Marlon Mack is still a freaking running back in the NFL. So he had a thousand rushing yards last year as well. I think it was like in fourteen games. So uh-huh. um, they may not want to re-sign Marlon Mack next year, but uh, they're probably going to be a cluster of a backfield this year. Yep. Um, so any people, main nines is still there as right. well. Uh, the Redskins, Ron Rivera. You, you, this is, this will get you a little bit sweaty. Uh, said the new running back slash wide receiver, Antonio Gibson, they got in the fourth round. Uh, he has mm-hmm. skill sets like uh, Christian McCaffrey. Ron Rivera said that, who happens to know Christian McCaffrey very closely from his time in Carolina. Uh, oh, I love that. There's like 17 running backs on the roster and uh, a bunch of new wide receivers. So like, <laughs> we'll see. Yeah, that's my problem is it's it's the Redskins and they have Darius Geis. They still have Adrian Peterson. Dwayne Haskins, I don't know if can, he can play at all. So, yeah, there's a lot of things that have to go right. And then the but, final go ahead. Sorry. I was going to say someone to keep your eye on. Yeah. Um, the final piece of news, the Le'Veon Bell killer or, or just a running back killer in general. Frank Gore signed a one year contract. With the New York Jets. Why doesn't he just retire? So the Jets... He's like 600 years old. I know. I, he's ruining people's lives. He, he's going to get the goal line work. That That's the unfortunate part. Is anybody no. excited about Le'Veon Bell coming back and having a good year this year? They, nope. they all, their reports now from Adam Gase, straight from the horse's mouth, uh, that he uh, wants to cut back a little bit on the workload for Le'Veon Bell because he thought it was too much last year. I mean, that, that makes sense. He did get like like 25 touches. He got way less game. touches than he did in Pittsburgh. I know. That's true. <laughs> so anyway, uh, this is probably a play. But like, what, what is he doing? Like, well, honest to God, what is Adam Gase and the New York Jets doing? Signing and drafting running backs right now. That is the least of your concerns. I know. And you're out there like signing and, and trading for and like, I just don't get it. I don't get the jets at all. They're the stupidest organization oh. in the NFL. They're becoming that. I know. It's so, you think the Texans still might go like eight, but the Texans still, still win. Yeah, I know. Sam Darnold. I feel bad okay. for Darnold, dude. 
or anybody know, that goes too. to the Jets. Jamal Adams and Sam Darnold need to get out of there fast. Yeah, they do. Uh, anyway, that concludes the news segment. Um, let's move into our first mock draft of 2020. Sure. It's very early. First week of May. We got probably thousands of these things to do. I I do probably starting yesterday. I do a mock draft literally every uh, single day. <laughs> so just for the fun, yeah, just for the fun of it. But um, it'll be interesting to see where guys go. Um, what the ADP is on a lot of guys. Sure. This is very, like I said, four months from three months from when you're actually going to start considering drafting your league. Yeah, so it's going to change a lot. A lot of a lot of things are going to change. Um, but we'll give, we'll get an early look to see what the temperature is on some of these mm. guys, um, just going into, you know, the summertime. So, uh, let's get it started. We are using the sleeper app, 12 team, half PPR pick four. Why don't we just get it popping? All right, let's do it. So, um, this is going to be a uh, sleeper auto picked most likely. So Michael uh, Thomas is going number two. Huh? <laughs> what is his ADP? What the crap is a- Michael Thomas's ADP right now? That's it's it's like t- it's two or three. He went oh, he went man. number three in in my so mock draft that I did. I'm kind of feeling not to like sit here and talk about Michael Thomas for two hours, but uh, I I kind of have this feeling about Michael Thomas because like who re- who repeats as a running back one, wide receiver one, quarterback one, tight end one? Like you know, obviously tight end one, Travis Kelsey is going to repeat. But like usually positions don't have the same guy year to year finishing as the one. So why invest that much draft capital in a wide receiver that probably won't be the number one guy and perform the same way he did last year? Like there, there's almost to me, there's almost automatic regression. He's still a top five receiver, but like, and I'm not saying he's going to like bust, but like, I'm not going to spend a second overall pick on Michael Thomas. No, I'm not either. I, if you're picking in the top four, top five, I think you got to go running back there. Yeah, definitely. Uh, so we have uh, McCaffrey, Michael Thomas, Saquon Barkley, if you're listening uh, on our podcast platforms. And I can't um, see who's on the board. So you got to All right, I got you. <laughs> let me know too. I got you. Um, so I, I think here our options are, are Alvin Kamara, DeAndre Hopkins, Devontae Adams, uh, Ezekiel Elliott. So wide receivers are going a little bit higher than normal, especially in half PPR. I think to me, the only option here would really be Kamara. Um, sure. Because you can get the next pick, by the way. Um, but so Kamara, he's, I think he's third on my rankings right now in the top 24, at least. Um, maybe fourth. But Zeke is falling way down draft boards. And so I don't know if I want, especially with Mike McCarthy in, in Dallas, I, I don't know if I want to take the risk on them utilizing Zeke and Pollard. Um, and yeah. I think Kamara had a difficult year last year and he probably is um, slated for a bounce back. I, I definitely agree with that part. I think Kamara is definitely slated for a bounce back. I think Kamara or Zeke would have been fine with that number fourth pick. Yeah, um, I, I've seen Zeke. He fell eight here in the mock draft I did the other day. He fell to 10. Mm-hmm. Um, so like, I, I think that's being a little extreme on him. Like he's still Zeke. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I'm totally fine with the Kamar pick. So, uh, who's on the board right now for a second round? Well, we got Lamar, Lamar Jackson, Lamar Jackson, huh? Travis Kelsey, Melvin Gordon, Antonio Brown, Amari Cooper, Kenny Galladay, Cooper. So why Cup, is Antonio Brown? Chris. It's, I don't know. 
People are stupid. <laughs> um, it looks like we're, we'll probably get a run on wide receivers. Sure. I would think. So who can you, can you do it one more time? List them all. Yeah. Lamar Jackson, Travis Kelsey, Melvin Gordon, Antonio Brown, Amari Cooper, Kenny Galladay, Cooper Cup, Chris Carson, Keenan Allen, so on and so forth. I don't like, I do not like he's available right now at this spot in the <laughs> second round. I'm not going to lie. Who, we, who would you go here out uh, of curiosity? Antonio Brown, dude. What is, why is he even here? What go home, Antonio Brown. You're, you're drunk. Um, dang, that's tough. At this point in a 12 team, you lost all your receivers. I'd probably mm-hmm. either go with Kenny Galladay or Amari Cooper. So what I would say um, I don't really love. I I think I had Cooper ahead of Galladay. Mm-hmm. Um, the the CD Lamb thing though is interesting to me. I think that could take a few stuff away from Cooper, but I think I would still go Cooper here over Galladay. We're yeah. going wide receiver because of um, the fact that there's still a lot of weapons there in Detroit. I think TJ Hawkinson's mm-hmm. going to take another step as well. Would you so, be? Would you be? Uh, Skeptical, skeptical of taking a Melvin Gordon at at two hundred nine. I would consider it. Um, I would not as of right now, though, because I want to see how the situation in Denver um, kind of Are works you itself about out. Philip Lindsay, don't tell me. I am. About- for ta- Stop it. Well, for, for taking him in the Stop second that. round. Yeah, I, I, right. I'm I'm not worried about Philip Lindsay in the long run. Yeah, but yeah. as of right now, we don't know what their plan is. Yeah. Right. So, like, until we see that it's clear that Melvin Gordon is the number one running back in training camp and all the reports and yeah. stuff come out. I think I'm, I'm fine where I, I am concerned with Philip Lindsay's uh, threatening the job for Melvin Gordon. So I would probably go Mark Cooper here. Okay. Um, the other thing is too, is that on the flippity flip, when we get to three Oh four, Miles Sanders is going to be on the board at 30. Hopefully mm-hmm. let's hold our breath because if that's the case, uh, we get two studs, right? Let's take Cooper. It's kind of a thought process here. So we're looking at the board and we can see that uh, hopefully yeah. Miles Sanders will be falling to us. Mahomes goes before Jackson. That is relatively interesting. Um, whoa, Devonta Freeman doesn't have a football team sleeper. <laughs> is not signed. Yeah, see, there's this, this, it's so early where yeah. stuff yeah. like that. And, and Antonio Brown doesn't have a football team either. Um Man, if those wide receivers get a, like, if we get to August and wide receivers are falling off the board in the first round like that, we might have to consider taking wide receivers. <laughs> um, that hurts my can, soul, dude. I would just try to trade down with somebody. Yeah. Try to go down to, to 11 and get Dalvin Cook. Yeah. Um, so, Miles Sanders is on the board. I don't think we have any other choice here. Uh, there is Cooper Cup, Chris Carson, and Keenan Allen. Um, I'd go Sanders, though. Yeah, I think I think you kind of have to go Sanders. Um, he's everything we've heard is he's going to be the workhorse guy in uh, Philadelphia, and he wasn't the workhorse last year, and he did pretty darn good. So yeah, and the few weeks where he, they did use him as a workhorse, he he was scoring like twenty points a week. So I think Miles Sanders. Yeah, is the guy. I think I think he has that. Like, what did Dalvin Cook get drafted late second, early third last year? Mm-hmm. Um, I think I'm not, and I'm not saying he is Dalvin Cook. But there is a real, I think, chance that Miles Sanders jumps into that top five. Um, and I think 
to get him in that third round. He could be one of those um, league winning type players uh, that changes your entire fortunes. So if you, if you have an opportunity to get Miles Sanders on your team, uh, you definitely do it. Um, Mm -hmm. I don't, I'm kind of, I'm always afraid to invest too much draft capital in certain players. Yeah. (laughs) Because it's interesting that Le'Veon Bell fell to the fourth round. Yeah. Uh, Um, well, he's, he, his coach is, uh, yeah, I mean, I think it's a good spot for him, but I'm surprised that he actually did fall like guys like James Connor and yeah. Devin Singletary, um, even my goodness, some of these guys are still fourth round picks. Yuck! But uh, we have. I would I would have loved to take Debo here, but he just went off the board. Oh really? Yeah. So there, I think there are reports that Debo, or maybe it's not. Uh, sorry, it's Dante Pettis is on the bubble, so that makes yeah, Debo's role even bigger. Debo Debo is going to be the number one wide receiver for the 49ers so in order after we took miles sanders tyler lockett goes off the board then chris carson keenan allen cooper cup adam thielen james connor austin eckler calvin ridley devin singletary Le'Veon bell ty hilton mark ingram carry on uh dj chark uh debo samuel and then tyler boyd uh so now we're here at 409 we have watson metcalf allen robinson zach Ertz, david montgomery marlon mack um wide receiver michael gallup and uh, Russell Wilson. I hate that. Yuck. That's I'm, disgusting. I'm going to say maybe take a running back. Okay. Who do you have in mind? You know who I have in mind. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to take Montgomery here, do you? I love Montgomery with all my soul. In the fourth round? Yeah, dude. Um... I don't know. Maybe Metcalf. I hate the Seattle offense, though. It, I don't want to take Met. I would rather take Montgomery than Metcalf. Oh, really? Yeah. 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 Metcalf's ADP right now is 44, so he's slipped to us a little bit. I mean, I maybe Metcalf might not be too bad. Yeah. I'm kind of scared of how many times the Seahawks actually throw the ball. The ball. And Tyler Lockett is still kind of like... it's Like, how much opportunity he's, does Metcalf get? Does he exceed that, you know... As a I mean, wide receiver, than, too. <laughs> yeah. On your football team. Well, we don't. I mean, he might team. emerge as the wide receiver one. I think yeah. he's close enough to. And he had a huge playoff run as well. Right. Um, he was big for them in the playoffs. I. This one's hard for me. It's either Metcalf or Montgomery, in my opinion. Because we can also take it 5-4. A.J. Brown will be on the board. I, I'm booking it. All right, let's go. Let's go, Montgomery. Then sounds. Let's go, to, let's go your guy. Sounds Gucci. It's not bad in the fourth round for a twelve team. Yeah. Um, we have Ertz, Allen Robinson, Michael Gallup, DK Metcalf, Deshaun Watson, and then Robert Woods. And right there is my guy, AJ Brown. Should we just do it, or do you yeah. want to consider Kenyon Drake? Who else is on the board? Oh. <clears throat> See what I if I, I would have gone Metcalf and then Drake, if I knew, yeah, Drake would have been on the board. But uh, we can go AJ Brown. I think that's that's fine to fill out the roster. Why is Montgomery oh, I, going before Kenyon Drake? That's the real question. I don't know. I see. I ask me. I think I think you should take Drake actually and just take best player available. But it's your pick. Yeah, I'm gonna take Drake. Then we got Mac AJ Brown. 
my soul goes out to AJ Brown. I love you. Russell Wilson, Philip Lindsay, uh, Jarvis Landry, Austin Hooper, Kyler Murray, Stephen Diggs, DJ Moore, David Johnson, Will Fuller, the fifth, AJ Green, Christian Kirk, uh, Mark Andrews, Darius Geis, and then Darren the Waller Walrus. So we have uh, one, two, three, four, five, six tight ends off the board, six rounds into this thing. Wow. And we yeah, have four little, running backs run and no wide receivers. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so your man that you have fallen in love with, because there are other guys that I would have liked. Um, AJ Brown and uh, DJ Moore are probably, I don't, I don't actually mind Stefan Diggs either um, mm-hmm. in between, you know, the Kenyon Drake pick and our pick. So uh, we also have AJ Green. I don't know what what, what is what is the expectation for. I don't AJ want, Green. I don't want AJ Green on our team. Um, yeah. So we have Cortland. I, I think we need to go wide receiver. That would be my. Okay. <laughs> at this point, we have one wide receiver. Uh, so we have Cortland Sutton at fifty-seven, and then the ADP drops to uh, seventy for Brandon Cooks. Uh, Marquise Brown. So all these guys are kind of in the same conversation. Honestly, I would say just take Cortland Sutton. Um, he was supposed to go pick 57. Um, Do you want Sutton on your team though? Well, we can draft Odell in the next round. Will that make you happy? Yes. I'd rather do that. (laughs) Okay. I'll do Cortland. I mean, unless you want Brandon cooks in Houston. See, the problem is I was so high on Sutton and I, they drafted two wide receivers in the first two rounds. Yeah. And to me, like, one That's of the big things, scary. Is I, it's super scary. I, and one of them is Jerry Judy, who I think is going to get legitimate work. I I don't know. I I don't know if I go Sutton here. Um, Especially if we can get Odell in the next round and fill that wide receiver two spot. So you which want, I'd rather do. So who do you want to go here? Who, who, who's the best player available? Cortland Sutton. After after Sutton. Rogers, Lamar Miller, Evan Ingram, Kareem Hunt. So it's just according to ADP on Sleeper. Um, Dak Prescott, Hunter Henry, and then Brandon Cooks. Hmm. I I would take the shot on Cortland Sutton and just hope that he's good. I mean, he's not going to start on... Well, yeah, he'll start on this team. (laughs) Sure, we can, we'll, we'll take Cortland Sun. I think we'll end up starting Odell, though, if we take Odell in the next yeah. round. Uh, then Cooks, Ingram, Rogers, Kareem Hunt, Lamar Miller, and Terry McLaurin are coming mm, off the board here. Um, we're in the seventh round, 704. Um, we have, oh, my soul. Odell, who I fully believe in this year for some reason. And I Ju- do too. Juju Smith-Schuster. Uh, I'm going Odell though. Hey, that's what. What you know? I hate to go on a run of wide receivers, but I hope Juju falls. If Juju falls, oh me too. We already have. If Juju falls, come on, Juju. Come on. No, oh, he didn't fall. Uh, so we have Marquise Brown, Devonte Parker, Sony Michelle, Juju Smith-Schuster, uh, Dak Prescott, Tevin Coleman, Hunter Henry. Uh, Carson Wentz, James White, Michael Hardman, Josh Allen, J- Julian Edelman, uh, Ronald Jones, Todd Gurley, Matt Ryan, and then Rashad Penny. Um, you know, I, w- I know he went off the board like right after our pick, but I'm actually kind of high. I'm, I'm starting to develop an opinion on Sony Michelle. I'm higher on him than I have been in the last like two years. Like, but why? Um, for this year, um, just because I think 
he got a ridiculous amount of work last year and he did not produce at all, but I think he's going to get a ridiculous amount of work again this year. I don't think that's going to change, especially with Stidham as the quarterback. They're going to want to run the football a ton. Um, So I don't think he's going to be statistically as bad as he was last year, especially with David Andrews at center coming back. So I think, I think he'll be, I'm not saying he's going to be great. Like I'm not saying take him the first five rounds or anything yeah, like but if he's available in the middle of the seventh round like that, I would I would definitely draft him. So a couple of interesting things too to note because those are some fair points on Sony Michelle. Um, I I I don't mind Sony. He's just not and will never be a pass catching running back. So he's always going to be at best. I think he's a he's a. 10 to 12 if he has a really good sure. fantasy season. So he's a good flex running back. But even sure. the amount of carries he gets, I think he could do that. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, I agree. I think, I think there's an opera, there's opportunity for him there to do that. Mm-hmm. But there's also the question of, you know, do the Patriots utilize Damian Harris? Uh, sure. In the backfield as well, you know, cause you have James white. I think Burkhead's not on the team anymore. I don't know if he's still signed. He is. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. He's not, he's going to be forever be on the team. So, and then the other part of it is how good is you know Stidham slash Hoyer slash if Cam Newton signs, how good is that team, and how often do they get in the red zone? Because I think for Sony Michelle, it's going to be touchdowns. Yeah, that's true. Um, that's so point. I think at best he's a he's a very very low end RB one who can be your flex. Um, but outside of that, I I I would think the expectation for me is for him to land probably between RB twenty three and twenty four. Um, mm-hmm. So who did we just draft? Our draft board just automatically picked. I got to go back. Uh, we take Damian Williams. <laughs> yeah. So um, I was going to mention Todd Gurley at 809. Yeah. I saw Have that fun too, with that. Uh, so let's change. I would, I would I, you know who I want to pick here? I want to pick Clyde. Yeah. Did you change it already? Did I'm, you go back? I'm trying to hold on. I'm trying yeah, I mean, to fix I, it. <clears throat> have your thoughts on on Todd Gurley why yeah fix the I, draft I think if Todd Gurley like I'm not even as high on him as you are yeah but if he's available in the eighth round I am all over that I think he's definitely gonna um I mean if he gets used like he did <laughs> with the Rams a few years ago in Atlanta like yeah he's gonna be insanely good oh um, yeah he might he might be like uh he has the potential to be a, a top 10 running back which you don't get very right. often in right. the eighth round Oh, I totally agree. I think I wholeheartedly agree. I think Todd Gurley, like somebody tweeted it the other day. There are people out here drafting freaking Aaron Jones with what pick freaking. What, what was it in our top draft? Of the, top of the second round. 202. So he's like the 14th pick in our draft. And yeah. uh, Todd Gurley's going at 806. Right. So it's like, I would much rather have Gurley than Aaron Jones this year. Um, really? Yeah, I would. AJ Dillon's coming in. And Aaron Jones is going to get freaking robbed of touchdowns for some reason. I just have that that thought. Somebody yeah. tweeted that. I think he'll still I get used in the passing game, though, enough where he's yeah. decent. But, yeah, no, I do agree with you that yeah. Aaron Jones is not going to have as good of a year as people think he is. Yeah, I agree. Uh, so um, we have uh, an interesting situation here in the eighth round. Mm-hmm. Um, Josh Jacobs was going in the fourth round last year, folks. This year you can nab a way better running back named Clyde Edwards Hilaire in the eighth round. I don't know if he's way better than Josh Jacobs, but he's first, first running back. Off <laughs> way better situation. Way better situation. Yeah, that's true. Um, I, I'm going to take Clyde here. 
I'll yep, do it. Pick. And then uh, we have Nikhil Harry, Damian Williams, John Brown, Mike Williams, Marvin Jones, and then Matt Breda. Marvin Jones, man, in the ninth round, that's actually a steal. Yeah, that's good. It's not idea. a sexy pick. It's not like something you want no, right home he, about, but uh, that's... He produces. Yeah, he produces, and uh, he could give you some really good games. Um, so we have Noah Font, Sterling Shepard, uh, QB, uh, teamless, I should say, Cam Newton. Um, and then you have Gronk at... Gronk also available. Um, that's so tempting to take Gronk. We have Mostert, Freeman, Alexander Madison, and then Curtis Samuel. Um, I actually, I don't know this is your pick, so I'll let you do it, but who else is on the board? Can you say it again? Uh, we have Noah Font, Sterling Shepard, Cam Newton, Gronk, Mostert, uh, and then F- Royce Freeman, Alexander Madison and the like. Um, so to me, it's probably either Mostert, Gronk or Noah Font. I, I actually was very high in Noah Font, um, he he had some great chemistry with Drew Locke. Yeah, had some big games at the end of the season. Um, like he had a two touchdown two touchdown game at the end of the season when Drew Locke came in. Yeah, um, he looked like a beast when he was out there. Um, but that again, Jerry Judy and KJ Hamler is kind of concerning to me in the first two rounds, and it might take away targets from him overall mm-hmm. for this upcoming season. Uh, I don't know. Who, I know you're what high about Mozart. Sterling Shepard. So Shepard, um, he's the wide receiver mind, one in New York, right? So the thing is, he he kind of is, but he he's got Evan Ingram, he's got Golden Tate, he's got yeah. Darius Slayton, Saquon Barkley's using the offense as well. I don't know if he's really the number one wide receiver there. I think that's debatable. Mm-hmm. Um, and if even if he is, it's it's not like he's the only guy in right, the right. offense. Like there's a lot of weapons. Um, I, I probably would, wouldn't go Shepard here. I'd probably go either one of those two tight ends or Mozart. I think Mozart is probably the best pick, um, because it was potential to be Mostert, Mozart, yeah, yeah, whatever. Mozart. Um, I mean, we can, uh, we can call him that Raheem Mozart. <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I, I think I'd, I see what I would, I'd probably go tight end here and I know you'd probably go Merce, uh, Mr. Mozart. Um, <laughs> Mr. Mozart, but, uh, I don't know what, 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 what is your opinions on this? Um, to me, I, I like the prospects of taking, um, a Dallas Goddard, Mike Gesicki, TJ Hawkinson in rounds 12 and 13, as opposed to taking, uh, Noah font and, and, Rob Gronkowski, you know my opinions on this high draft. It's not a high draft capital pick. It's not a bad area to draft a tight end. I would consider it, but um, is it good enough? Yeah. You know I mean, what I mean? It's, is it too early to be doing I mean, that? Yeah. The only reason why Gronk is like, because it's Gronk, and it kind of like, I know he wasn't great receiving-wise in his last year in New England. Right. Um but he still has that potential to get a lot of touchdowns. And I think he has the potential to be like a top five, top four tight end. Yeah. Uh, I think our late yeah. round picks are going to be interesting. Yeah. We'll go, we'll go Mozart. Okay. Then. okay. Let's go Mozart. Welcome to the team. Uh, Kirk cousins, Cam Newton, Noah font, Royce Freeman, the Gronk, 
Madison, Sterling Shepard, Darius Slayton, Elshon Jeffrey, Curtis Samuel, OJ Howard, Jamal Williams, Sammy Watkins, Jimmy G, Daryl Henderson, and Dallas Agoder. Dang. All come off the board. A lot of guys I wanted came off the board. Are you freaking kidding me? You know, I'm gonna do it. What are you doing? I got my I got my mouse hovering over and I shouldn't Who? I shouldn't do it. What name? I did it. Give me the name. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> All right. You know what? I went Baker. I did. I, I did it. I went Baker I Mayfield. I don't even hate it. Okay. Why? Uh because I, I like thought you Baker would hate this that. Year. No, I mean I don't I <laughs> It's not I the love it, I always wanted I, to draft <laughs> Baker. But I just didn't want to do it in the fourth round last year. You friggin' morons who drafted him in the fourth round. Yeah. No offense no, to I anybody that I, I just offended. I don't mind it. Uh, like I, I drafted Baker Mayfield actually in my mock draft that I did the other day. It's a little um, early. He fell to, to me in the eleventh round, yeah. I think. Because but. we we have a we our our home league is a ten team league that might be expanding to a twelve this year. Um, but I'm used to mock drafting at 10. So this guy is usually Baker's usually in like the 12th round. Um, mm-hmm. But in a 12 team, it's a 10th, 10th round pick. So um, I'm all right with that. I think my thing on Baker and I, I think we'll probably draft another quarterback. That would be my expectation. Um, but I think my thing with Baker is that he was overvalued last year. I think this year, not a lot of people are looking at the, at the Browns. They're like, Oh, they suck just like they always yep. do. But they still have Jarvis Landry. They still have Dave, they still have David and Joku. They just got Austin Hooper. They mm-hmm. they have they still have Odell Beckham Jr. by the way. I hate that we have two Browns by the way. <laughs> I know. In anyway, our starting lineup probably. But Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt, they still got a very good offense. They added Stacked. they add some they added some pieces to that offensive line, which is what Baker needed. That was the biggest mm-hmm. concern for me going into the 2019 season with Baker Mayfield and the Browns was their offensive line blows. And it sh- yep. it had huge ramifications. But uh, I think Baker Mayfield is going to um show up this year, play out of his mind, and we'll have a very good, happy conversation about Baker Mayfield as a QB1. I agree. Um, I absolutely agree. So on the board next, we have uh, tight end David Njoku, who I don't like at all. Um, I don't like it. Emmanuel Sanders, Jonathan Taylor, Golden Tate, Drew Brees, uh, Jared Cook, Jared Goff. Um, we have uh, Daniel Jones. Oh, dang, dude. Don't tell me Daniel Jones is that early. I mean, 11th round is not. I'm thinking we need some wide receivers. Okay. Uh, Who are the wide receivers? Emmanuel on the board? Sanders is wide receiver two in New Orleans. Sure. Uh, we have Golden Tate uh, in New York, who was hurt most of last season, but had 104 he targets. He was good when he played. Yeah, he was good when he played. So that might be he a was sne- the number one receiver. A sneaky pick in the 11th round, and then you still have Tyrell Williams, who you could make an argument that sure. he was the wide receiver one in Oakland, but I don't really like that. Pick um, anyway. Yeah, to me, it's either Tate or Sanders here. Uh, which guy do you want? You know what? I think I'm going to go. I think I'm going to go Tate. I'm going to go, go Golden, Golden Tate. Tate. All right. We take Tate. Um, the reason I take him over Sanders is uh, just because I think Sanders is like the clear number two. while Tate has a chance to be the number one. Yeah. Uh, and I also think like Jared Cook, Michael Thomas, like mm-hmm. Sanders is going to get, he's going to be decent. I think Tate just has a higher ceiling, which at this point in the draft, I'm willing to. Yeah. 
willing to take the chance on. Fair enough. Um, now we're getting into the conversation. We do have uh, Sammy Darnold on the board. Now I was thinking about it the other day. Not that I'm going to draft Sam Darnold. I was thinking about it the other day though that. We have it's an interesting uh, situation. The last two years, and I didn't want to go back in time and do that much research because that would be far too much effort, but uh, the last two years, we've had a second-year quarterback be the, you know, be the quarterback one. Patrick Mahomes in 2018, Lamar Jackson in 2019. So that begs the question, does the trend continue? And do we get one of these second-year quarterbacks Jumping into that conversation. Now, there's five second-year quarterbacks that have the opportunity to start this year, making the assumption on Jarrett Stidham that he will start week one. Uh, right. So we have Stidham. We have... Um, Drew Locke. Uh, sorry, Dwayne Haskins, who are the bottom of the barrel, I would expect. Okay, yeah. I oh, agree. I forgot about Drew Locke. Yep. Drew Locke is in that conversation. You have Kyler Murray. You have... Um, Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones. And then you have one more guy who I really like, Gardner Minshew. So to me, out of that group, I think Drew Locke has opportunity to be good, but he does have a lot of really young receivers. So I'm not sure I'm excited about that. Um, and then you have Gardner Minshew, who I'm probably the most excited about. Problem with Minshew, though, they are just tanking around him. They're, it seems like they are tanking. Well, I mean, they still have Chark and they drafted a wide receiver. Their offensive line's not bad. Leonard Fournette's still there. Yeah. So it's like their team doesn't completely blow. Min- Minshew threw 24 touchdowns or 21 touchdowns and six interceptions last year. Yeah. No, good numbers. 12, 13 games started or something like that. Good numbers. And he ran for 300 plus rushing yards. So. I like Minshew, but anyway, I wanted to mention that those were the guys. <laughs> I forgot about Drew Locke, though. Didn't even put him in the conversation. Yeah. Um, because there's also the the situation where uh, a guy like... You could also have Sam Darnold and Josh Allen be considered in the conversation. I don't know if Josh Allen already got drafted. I think he, he did. did. He got drafted very early, um, actually. So when you're talking about like Sam Darnold possibly having that ascension i've talked about guys like like sam donald kind of reminds me a little bit of jimmy g in the aspect that he's not going to be this athletic rushing quarterback um he's well, going to he be actually, more of a pocket passer. he does do a little bit more than we anticipate like he had 110 yeah. rushing yards this year but he only had 28 attempts yeah so right. it's like it's like you're not that's not something that it's right right there you have uh two touchdowns 110 rushing yards it's about 22 fantasy points added to his total on the year so he would have finished with 208 just on passing so he's good but i don't think he can get into that top five conversation and be the key, and like miss a ahead. lot of games last year too yeah sam darnold fair enough he threw 22 touchdowns how many games did he have I wish it showed like me. like 12, I think. Yeah. I think he played 12. So Darnold, I, I, I really like Sam Darnold, but I don't know that he can be a top three I think he's still a weapon away before, too, yeah. if, if you want to even consider that conversation. That. But anyway, I yeah. wanted to bring up those running backs. We have uh, on the board right now, Paris Campbell, Corey Davis, Cam Akers. Um, Sam Darnold is on the board if you're, if you're so inclined. Um, and then Mike Gesicki. Mm. And Patriots D, dude. I don't know if you... <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Take the leap. No way. Um, this is actually what the interesting thing is. We drafted Clyde Edwards Hilaire, but there mm-hmm. wasn't any real rookie running backs that were getting drafted super early yet. So that's going to change. But I think you yeah. can get a, because Clyde Edwards Hilaire, we know is probably going to be the guy. 
you could probably have the justifiable uh, or, or uh, you could have a justified conversation um, looking at guys like DeAndre Swift, Jonathan Taylor, um, sure. J.K. Dobbins, J.K. Dobbins, Cam Akers in these 11 to 15 rounds because no one really knows what the situation is going to be like. Is Cam Akers going to start for the Rams? You know, is Jonathan Taylor yeah. going to get the majority of the workload in Indianapolis? Is DeAndre Swift going to get the majority of the work in Detroit? You know, you kind of pick your poison, but it's it's an interesting and intriguing place to to look at these rookie running backs and hope maybe somebody takes off. But who do you think we should take here? Um, I would be very intrigued with taking one of the rookie running backs. Um, I think Mike Gisecki though is actually another interesting pick. Yeah, I was going to um, say Mike Gisecki. I think I think that's the guy we got to go with. All right, let's do it. Uh, Gasicki had a, a very good stretch at the end of the season. He's a tall, athletic, fast, big, whatever you want to say, good catch radius. He's a very good tight end. Ryan Fitzmagic, if he starts the entire season, loves his freaking tight ends, loves them. So I think Gasicki is a is a solid option late. I think third year in the league, there's an opportunity for him to to kind of break out and have that. Um, that big season. But the question is, where does he fall? What The thing I always ask with tight ends is where does he fall on the target chart? You know, Austin Hooper is a guy that you should stay away from this year because he's like the 17th guy on the roster. Like when Baker Mayfield drops back to do reads, which no one thinks he can do, he's going to look at Landry. He's going to look at Odell. He's going to look at mm. Kareem Hunt. He's going to look at Nick Chubb. He's going to look at everyone else. And then he's finally going to look at Austin Hooper. <laughs> Right. So right. Austin Hooper's probably like the fourth read down. Um, but when I look at Miami, like where's Gasicki on that read list? I think he's probably number two. He's number two. Yeah. I, I think he's number two. So you have that same, I had that same conversation with Austin Hooper last year when he was with Atlanta and Mark Andrews. Both of mm-hmm. them were like the second or third guy down the list. And um, we both thought they were going to have a good season. So I think Gasicki is a great pick here. Yeah, I agree. Um, we have Paris Campbell, um, who is an Indianapolis wide receiver, in case you never heard of him, uh, wide receiver Corey Davis, uh, Jordan Howard from Miami. I don't know what Jordan Howard is going to look like for Miami, but they've made some substantial improvements, and I'm interested, Yeah, but I'm not excited. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> I, I would probably agree with that. I, it's intriguing, definitely. So, I don't know if it's... Yeah, I think there's better options. Like, if, if Jordan Howard has a good year, I'd rather it be on somebody else's team, <laughs> if we're being honest. Well, so what I will say about Jordan Howard, though, is like... Oh, by the way, the Patriots of- D got drafted in the 13th round, everyone. Wow. And we lost out on Swift and Cam Akers. That stinks, because that's who I would have said we should go here with the next pick. But the thing about Jordan Howard that intrigues me is... Um, Matt Breda obviously got traded there, but he gets injured a lot, and he's also a pat, like more of a pass catching running back. Yeah. So when it comes to just straight running the football, who who else is on the Dolphins? Um, Matt Breda. Other than Matt Breda, because I think he's going to get injured, and he's more of a pass catching back. <laughs> wow, you have some hope for Breda. <laughs> no, I mean I'm just Did saying. Did he get like, already? He, by the way, I don't. I have no idea. I don't um, think so. No, you're right. It's going to be Jordan right, Howard. Did, did. The Matt concern Breda, for me is that he blows. <laughs> And like yeah. you saw what Jordan like, Howard looked like on the on the Bears with Matt Nagy, who it was a terrible rushing attack. Philly, though, last year, I mean, he 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 had some big weeks. I think like, he could do that again with the with the Dolphins. Do I have to bring up Kenyon Drake, who was on the Dolphins last year and who people expect to maybe this ascend Dolphins into team that? Is not the same Dolphins team as the beginning of last year, though. 
<laughs> they were just really bad. Like three off. He makes me lineup. nervous. I don't think Jordan Howard's a terrible pick. I think he's like a low end RB two, um, which is you know not a bad low end RB two, high end RB three. Um, I just don't think that Miami situation is is uh, one that's going to be fruitful. No, I mean I agree with that, but I think he's gonna he's gonna get a lot of carries. Yeah, like, I think he's gonna get a lot of carries. Right. Um, so I would I would consider drafting him here. I'm we'd also have Keyshawn Vaughn, Keyshawn Vaughn in Tampa, and J.K. Dobbins and 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 Baltimore. Um, I'm gonna say Dobbins. I would say I would say Dobbins for sure. Yeah, yeah. I'll take J.K. Dobbins. Dobbins in Baltimore is uh, I think probably going to be absurd. If like, and I don't wish injury upon anyone, but if Mark Ingram got injured and missed a few weeks. Yeah. I think J.K. Dobbins could be like a top top 10 running back easily. Oh, yeah. Weeks. I don't even think... Maybe even top seven. I don't even think that J.K. Dobbins needs to be like... Like, the way that the Baltimore Ravens run their offense with, you know, a consistent rushing attack, I don't think Dobbins needs to have a starting role. I think he's going to get 12 to 14 touches a game anyway with yeah. the 12 to 14 touches that Mark Ingram gets. And I think J.K. Dobbins can produce with that. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's very similar. We talked about this before, very similar to the Alvin Kamara situation where Kamara went into to New Orleans and Mark Ingram was the starting running back. They drafted him with the first two-round pick or three-round pick, and uh, Kamara ended up taking over. It's just a question of whether or not – we don't think Dobbins is going to take over the job from Mark Ingram, but – I think there is a real possibility that both of these guys split and they work together and Dobbins ends up being that kind of one, two down guy with Mark Ingram coming in one, two downs. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. per drive. They're going to get gonna be... equal amount of touches, I think. Right. Yeah, I agree. Um, we have, I actually, I'll do this. I'll, I'll do it. It, it hurts my soul a little bit because I don't like, uh, I don't like drafting rookie wide receivers, but CD Lamb is on the board here. And he probably has the best chance to be a wide receiver one. Yep. There's also Jameson Crowder, Kyle Rudolph, Henry Ruggs, um, Tyler Higby. I don't know if you want to. So I think Jameson Crowder would would be an interesting pick here. Yeah. Um, Because he was he he was pretty solid when Sam Darnold. They don't have Robbie Anderson anymore, do they? And they don't have Robbie Anderson. um, I don't. But I I would go Ceedee Lamb here just for his upside. Okay, uh, going C.D. Lamb. Goskowski comes off the board. I haven't really listed anything. There's a bunch of kickers and defenses. Um, I'm going to do something. I'm going to do something again. I guess I've been taking all the quarterbacks here, but I'm going to take Joe Burrow. Am I crazy for taking Burrow? No, absolutely not. Take him. I did. What are your thoughts on the Joe Burrow pick? Um, sorry, my headset fell off, so that that's why I was that's confused. Right. But you took Joe Burrow, and I love it. Yeah. Absolutely love it. 15th um, round, man. I, I hope he doesn't round. get hyped into the higher picks because I love that. Someone's in our draft's going to take him in like the 13th round for sure. <laughs> yeah, dude. Uh, that, it'll, yeah it'll I be mean, me. just because of, he's got a ton of weapons, um, the offensive line is yeah. going to get a little better. It's not going to get insanely better, but they the guy they drafted 10th overall last year, right. um, he didn't play a single game this past season because he got injured in the preseason. So they're going to have him. Um, obviously they have a lot of weapons and Joe Burrow uh, actually uses his legs more than people think. So he could be a decent fantasy option. They have far too many rookies on this team. 
<laughs> I know. Love it though. Uh, so our team ends up being quarterback Baker Mayfield, starting running backs uh, Alvin Kamara, Miles Sanders. I love that running and, back. Uh, David Montgomery slash Kenyon Drake. Um, yep. Our wide receivers are Amari Cooper, Cortland Sutton, and Odell Beckham Jr. Uh, we also got Mike Asiki at tight end, and then Clyde Edwards Hilaire, Raheem Mostert, uh, Golden Tate, J.K. Dobbins, C.D. Lamb, and then Joe Burrow. Um, to me, those 14th and 15th round selections are very much droppable for uh, kicker and defense sure. when the regular season does start. But to have those guys on your roster as trade capital before the season starts is a good option. Um, sure. But it's not a bad start. Very, very weird. ADP. Yeah. I'll, I'll say that. Very weird. Very Antonio strange. Brown still on the board high. Dante Freeman's on the board high. Yeah. Um, some guys that will not be there. Yeah. So in a month or two, a lot of, a lot of interesting picks. We'll have to see what happens. Um, but that does it for our mock draft. First mock draft of 2020. There will be many, many more. Um, I guess that does it for the fantasy champions, fantasy football yeah. podcast. I, I like the team. I do too. I think it could have been better, but definitely good. Yeah, definitely very good. We'll talk to you Thursday. Fantasy champs later. Thank you for listening to the Fantasy Champions Podcast. Make sure you subscribe on iTunes and YouTube and follow us on Twitter at the FF Champs.